Welcome back to Nocturnal Journal. We got our friend Will Bidington, uh, photographer, Cubs fan. Uh, how you doing, Will? I'm excellent. Thanks nice, for having me. Nice to see you. Oh, you got a good radio voice. We like <laughs> I try, that. I try. So we played Kiss. That's. I mean, I've known you forever, but I never knew you in the realm of, of the cruises and stuff, and we ran into each other. Did I know you were going to be on the Kiss cruise? I think we did talk before. Did you look at the boarding? <laughs> I, th- I think we talked. I think, I, I think somehow I came across my uh, radar. And uh, that was that was pretty awesome. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. That was the first Kiss Cruise. So yeah, so uh, so I've actually it's crazy. So uh, you talk about these cruises. So there's a company out of Atlanta, Georgia called Six Man that does rock and roll cruises at sea, and uh, in a stupid, surreal, crazy uh, turn of events, for 12 years now, I've shot, I've photographed over 115 cruises in the caribbean uh with everybody from kid rock uh leonard skinnerd 311 sister hazel uh on and on and on and one of the ones that i've now done like eight years of is the kiss cruise is that old it's that old now yeah really? eight years so, i was on that because i was on the first one yeah, yeah there you go wow. so because i remember they were talking about well we don't know if this will work but i remember did they come out of the rooms i remember that they, they had a little q a at the end of it and they said they wanted them to be more accessible in future cruises yeah the uh, the, the first year they you know the, the interesting thing is is basically uh as as the event that's going on across the street from here at WGN, the Cubs convention, it's basically There's a Cubs convention. <laughs> uh, rumor has it, it's it's basically a, a music festival on a cruise ship. Yeah, and yeah. and as a as a kid from Chicago, it's a fantastic gig for me because they pay me, which is ridiculous, to go to the Caribbean in February. Usually, uh, the Kiss Cruise is always right around Halloween. It was, yeah. And and basically, they do a music festival. On a cruise ship. And the funny thing is, I, I spent last night watching the two documentaries on Fry Festival, the, uh, or Fire Festival, the one that, uh, the failed epic, uh, music festival in the Bahamas. I remember ba- that, yeah. Basically, these are cruises with anywhere from 10 bands, usually on the Kiss Cruise, to we have one, uh, starting next week, the Outlaw Country Cruise that has like 40 artists. Uh, the Rock Boat also has like 40 artists. And it's basically a full-fledged so, music festival on a cruise ship. So, I mean, back to that thing. I mean, are they how? I guess in a general term, how accessible are the artists? So, you know, it, it depends on it depends on the boat. As, as the photographer, it's great because I get to see all sides of it. Um, every band that they talk into doing it, uh, especially of that level. Is going. You're going to lock me on a cruise ship with our craziest, biggest fans. And the, the first year, you're right. Kiss the very first year, they actually got off the boat halfway through. Oh, they, that's right, they did. Yeah. They, they came on, they did their two right. shows, and then Saturday night. No at, wonder I didn't see them at midnight. They they got off in the Bahamas. Six Man. One of the brilliant things that they've done though is they've realized that the reason people go on these cruises is so you can basically say you went on vacation with your favorite band. And so six man requires that uh, 50% of the time you're on the boat. Um, some of the boats, uh, the rock boat coming up was started by sister Hazel. Mm-hmm. Those guys are great. And you'll see them all over the boat. Uh, kid rock has gotten to the point where in nine years of doing it, this year's the 10th year of doing his event. He says, I want to be out. I want to be in the casino with everybody. I want to be on the pool deck. But he basically announces and says, the minute you start taking selfies with me, I'm out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hide. But if you're cool with me, we'll hang out the whole time. Um, Kiss has found a way in in true Kiss fashion. uh, Gene Simmons does a bass lesson 
for okay. a fee. Um, he sells some of his bases. Uh, Paul Stanley does a cooking class on the cruise. Um, so they found ways, and he sells some of his art. They found ways where they're around. Um, Kiss, you, and part of it is they're one of the biggest bands in the world. Sure. Uh, their fans are a little, you know, their fans like the band. Um, so Kiss, you don't really see walking through the buffet. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing is we, we do boats 311. You will see in the buffet, uh, you know, uh, various other boats we do. It depends on how their fans treat them and how open they are. But it's pretty cool. You'll see them at the casino gambling. You'll see them on the pool deck watching bands. Because the cool thing with a lot of these boats is their fans are they are fans of the other bands they bring on their boats. So they want to be out watching the band on the pool deck just like all their fans can you off the top of your head like who else would be on the kit i mean i can't remember the bands that were there when i was on it but who what what other bands are uh, you know, on, the, on the kiss circuit you know so the 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 biggest news that was breaking this year shall we say uh was they actually brought ace freely back on the boat oh, this year <laughs> uh bruce kulik one of the other uh former band members and that just the, Did they the, all get the, along with ace they, they seem to <laughs> yeah. and and, and they seemed to it, it seemed to bring everybody together, and they basically did. It blew the fans' minds when they saw Ace playing with Kiss again. Uh, they do an acoustic sail away show as we pull out of whatever port well, we're leaving from. I remember that when they did that, yeah. And yeah. It, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, on the Kiss cruise this year, there's a fantastic band called Vintage Trouble. Oh, I've that, seen them. That yeah. was on there. Uh, Skid Row has done the Kiss Cruise. Vintage the Trouble, years. they're kind of like a soul. Oh, very soul. Metal. Yeah, right. No, they're, yeah. they're awesome. And, yeah. and so they bring um, Doc McGee is, is Kiss's yeah, manager who yeah. has managed everyone and their brother. Uh, legendary rock manager. He manages. So he brings some of his, his baby bands on and, and, you know, and then bands like Vintage Trouble. How many are there now? You said there's 18 this year? So this year, yeah, six bands branching out. And the, the crazy thing, so I leave next Saturday, uh, and I will be gone basically the whole month of February. We're doing nine back-to-back uh, coming up. We've got the Walking Dead cruise, so we do some entertainment. Uh, <laughs> What's the Walking Dead cruise? Uh, it's straight out of the TV show. It's, oh, really? It's uh, cast and crew of the TV show, and then uh, 2,500 of their biggest fans who lay by the pool, just like on the Kiss Cruise you know the Kiss fans walk around in Kiss makeup, yeah, I remember that. Uh, and lay by the pool in Kiss makeup. Uh, Walking Dead is the same thing, except for zombies. So you'll see literally somebody laying by the pool dressed as a zombie, and it's like, man, that's going to give you a bummer of a, a sunburn, man. Yeah. You know those, those zombie, you know, makeup doesn't really look good on, you know, sunburn. I think uh, number nineteen will be the Imperial Sound Cruise, right? I think so. I think so. Uh, so no, we're doing uh, we're doing three out of Europe in August. Oh, really? Uh, with uh, Bell and Sebastian, Joe Bonamassa, and Bon Jovi. When you say out of Europe, so where are you? Uh, Barcelona, Barcelona okay. to like Italy. Um, we're doing uh, in February, like I said, we're doing a bunch. Uh, it's just fun, and what's fun for me as a photographer is every four days. The entire boat, literally, when I say I'm doing nine back-to-back, there's literally no days between. The boat pulls in at 9 a.m. By 3 p.m., we're set, setting sail again. So you're like a crew member? I mean, do you even get off the boat? Uh, we have to get off yeah. for customs and, yeah. and some of that, but literally get off, leave our stuff in our room, mm-hmm. get off, go through customs, come right back. And what's great is we've done, in the fall, for example, we did a country cruise. So you had, you had a southern you know, country music. 
into a wrestling cruise where they built a wrestling ring in the middle middle of the pool deck and at the, you know during the day you're watching wrestling matches it was one of the most fun boats i've ever done and then literally wrestling fans got off and kiss got on and it's it as a photographer you just can't beat the uniqueness of seeing you know we did one year we did a uh, you know, Kid Rock cruise into an electronic dance music cruise. Holy mackerel. You know, Pitbull did a cruise. John Mayer did one. And, and every boat just has such a unique crowd that's so great. I did one one time, like an R&B. I don't think it was a six-man thing, but it was a, maybe it was. It was an R&B cruise, and it was like Millie Jackson. And I remember I was interviewing Bobby Bland on the deck, and he he got he got sick. He said he got seasick. Bobby Blue Bland. <laughs> and he goes, I'll, I'll never do one of these again. Do do, you, do people get seasick and stuff? We, knock on wood, uh, as I get ready to go out for a month on, uh, on the ship, uh, uh, knock on wood, I, I can say I have 115 or so cruises. There's about 10 that uh, one year we did the Leonard Skinner cruise leaving from Miami the day after Hurricane Katrina rolled through. Uh-huh. Uh, that was that was pretty rough. That was <laughs> that was a that was a little brutal. Uh, one of the 311 cruises was pretty brutal. So every now and then uh, a couple of years ago, the, the Civil Wars, when they were together, yeah, I uh, they were on the boat and uh, they let's just say they had a bucket on stage for uh, <laughs> one of the lead singers to uh, to throw up a little bit. Well, Dan Long and I would want to know about the uh, Outlaw Outlaw Country Cruise. When is that? Oh, that, that's right up. Uh, is Steve Earle on that? Steve Earle yeah. is, uh-huh. is on that. He uh, so Steve Earle just played a couple nights at the uh, at the City Winery here in town, and literally goes from here to uh, to the Caribbean. Uh, yeah, next Saturday that one starts, and it's it's going to be great. It's got uh, Drive By Truckers, Drive By Truckers, Steve Earle, Lucinda Williams, uh, Old Ninety Sevens. Uh, uh, and just, and literally, I think Austin, Texas shuts down during the Outlaw Country Cruise because all the artists from the, the frequent Austin, Texas come on that boat. Um, are these all sold out? Do you have, I mean, you're, I mean, do you have a website or how people can find out more about it? Yeah. So on the cruises, you can go to, uh, it's a, it's like I said, the ones I do is a, a fan, fantastic company out of Atlanta, Georgia called Sixth Man. Yeah. Uh, sixthman.net mm-hmm. is the one that does all these cruises and, uh, and all the photos on there are mine, uh, for, for all the years of, of shooting them. Uh, so Sixth Man and most of them are sold out. Outlaws, unfortunately, very sold out. Uh, but some of them, there's still room uh, to get on on board. Are there any genres uh, where the, uh, things are just more accessible? I mean, um, you know, some people say you know country music accessible. Are there any genres where where people are more reachable, artists and stuff? You know, I, I think there is something said to be said for that. I think I think it definitely one. I would say the older the artist is, and and, and even from that meaning, you know, Sister Hazel, better than Ezra. Some of those bands that do the rock boat. Um, you know, if you've been around and you just you and and the outlaw country crews, like I said, you'll see those guys at the buffet. You'll see them in the casino. One is, I think, there's something to be said for if they've been in the music business long enough. If you want to meet them, it's easy to meet them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, whereas some of the newer ones, we did a pit bull cruise two years in a row. Um, you know, some of those newer bands kind of have a standoffish. Like they they try to maintain that mystery, yeah. um, that I think plays into a little bit, you know, rock and roll versus that, a little different. Okay, we're gonna take a break. I got a couple more questions on that. I want to ask about your background. I've known you forever, but I still don't know the Naperville connections. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back with Will Binington after this on WGN.
Will Bynington. That was the last show of the Uptown Theater. I was there. Uh, it, no heat. It's coming back. Yeah. I can't wait. It was water and ice on the floor. It was, it was something. Oh, I'm so it. jealous. Tell so you, jealous. I'll, I'll tell you about that. You know, we were talking there before the break. What's the rules for photography on the ship? And we've had Paul Mackin, and I've talked to a lot of rock photographers from back in the day about um, – it made me think about this some of the way you talk about accessibility, too, because I'll go to a show at the uh, Arcada, and Burton Cummings or somebody will say, hey, man, take as many pictures as you want, because when they don't want to take your pictures is when you're in trouble. So what's the rules of photography on the ship, and then how is that – you know how have you rolled through the changes then in your career as a music photographer so so the good news is uh on the boat and it's i think it's the other thing that i absolutely love is i have a hundred percent access uh on stage backstage uh, and and it's really worked over the years to get to know the bands they're familiar with me and and that changes everything an artist um, is, will an artist ever say i don't want my picture to oh yeah, yeah yeah and and you know and part of it I, so i've been doing photography for 14 years and the beautiful thing is is it's changed even in that now everyone because of their cell phone is a photographer mm-hmm. um and and there is some there is a level of trust you you know you have to know when to take a photo when not to take a photo when when someone's having a private moment you you, you just respect that uh and i fully believe every artist celebrity everybody deserves a level of privacy um and and when you're trapped on a boat that's tough um so the good news is i i do have full access we do have every now and then even kiss uh their first couple boats uh previously mentioned pitbull um some of the artists we've done uh john mayer again another one they come on with the same rules that go throughout the industry which is three songs you know and they try and say okay you can only shoot three songs and then you have to get out of the photo pit um and i it's funny because Paul Nacken, you mentioned, he and I have talked, and, and Paul Nacken is a incredible, legendary photographer who has been there for years and, and photographed everyone in rock and roll. He's a buddy guy I, tonight, probably. I, I want to be Paul Nacken yeah. when I grow up. Um, I want Keith Richards to call me and say, hey, let's hang out. Um, it's good to have dreams. Uh, Paul Nacken even now kind of is at a point where he's like, I won't go shoot two songs uh i shot for a radio station another station here in town um for about six years and i kind of stopped because it just wasn't worth it to go to a venue and photograph three songs and then be kicked out with your professional gear when people in the second row are sitting there with their phone or with their point and shoot shooting the whole show where i will say that i do agree with that whether it's on the cruises or any music venue is if you have a show where fans have been waiting in line since 9 a.m. and they're waiting to get in that front row spot for Pearl Jam at, at Wrigley Field, and then you have a bunch of jerk photographers who some music photographers could care less about the bands. I'm a huge music fan. I live and breathe music and I live and breathe seeing shows and I enjoy shows. But if you have a fan and then all of a sudden a photographer comes and stands right in front of them, I get it. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's where I do understand the three song rule where they only let you shoot three songs. Some of the new pop bands to, to answer your question about accessibility, whether it's them as just walking around the ship or anything. Some of the pop bands now, you know, Taylor Swift, I think I heard at one point required you could only shoot the first minute of the second song. Yeah. Something crazy like that. That I don't understand. Um, and the thing I hate about the song rule is. The bands look great in the encore. You know, oh, yeah. some some of the older bands want you to only shoot, you know, when they look their best and they've just come out and they're not sweaty. 
But if you think of every epic rock and roll shot you've probably ever seen, they're sweaty. They're rocking. Sure. They're feeling the moment. And that's what makes a good rock shot. Well, that can I have talked, is that thing, I'm going to paraphrase it, but that critical moment, that can be anywhere during the concert. You yeah. Know, that, yeah. That moment you want to get, you can't, sometimes you don't get that in the first three seconds. No, you, you definitely don't. You know what some people are doing? And I think Bonnie Raitt is doing it. And I, I saw Springsteen on Broadway. And, you know, that was uh, a, a theater. But, I mean. Uh, incredible. Him, 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 did you see that? Yeah, it was it really, really. It was, it was one of the best things. I'm, I'm, yeah. But, it was, so he said you could take pictures at the end of the show. Take as many pictures as you want. And. That, you know that satisfied everybody I, yeah you know. yeah you know it's 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 funny you know some of the bands jack white just played the aragon ballroom and uh he followed the lead of dave Chappelle when he was at talia hall and they're doing it around the country other places but where literally you walk in and put your phone in a pouch right. so that you can't use your phone yeah um i'm torn on that because the way i see a show a lot of times is through a camera lens or i enjoy seeing you know the moment um and 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 trying to photograph it with the lights and all that the sad thing is a lot of people have ruined that for people from the standpoint of so many people sit there with their phone above their head um sometimes now even an ipad and literally sit there bouncing as they're rocking out to the show filming yeah i see a lot of people taking video you're never gonna watch that (laughs) the sound is never gonna be good um and and I think that's the bummer because it does take away from the enjoyment of a show. Um, so I'm I'm torn on it because I you know like I said it's what I do I photograph rock shows I want to enjoy it and I want to it's a challenge to capture a cool moment. You said 14 years it's changed even then. What do you mean? How's it? What were some dramatic changes? You know the 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 biggest thing I would say is is in the in the 14 years you know when I started and and again I, I I'm incredibly fascinated by legends like paul nacken uh steve green who's the cubs yeah, photographer right, yeah. and has been in chicago both are kind of mentors to me danny clinch who's the, oh, yeah, the yeah. springsteen photographer there's a great photographer out of new york uh, david bergman who's now bon jovi's photographer um you know it used to be that there was only those guys and and backstage on stage at the show there'd be one camera in the venue and it was a guy like paul nacken um now like i said you know, and, and so then, fast forward. So I, I went to college. I grew up in Naperville. See, uh, I did. Went to went to Wabonzi Valley. Oh, that's right. You did go to Wabonzi. Uh, Wabonzi Valley. Grew up there. Went went away to college down south, and then I toured with a band for three years. Cowboy Mouth. Cowboy Mouth from New Orleans. I know my Will Bindington. Uh, two thousand one <laughs> to two thousand four. Toured with them, and and even then there was one or two cameras in a venue, maybe three, maybe five. I bought my first digital SLR, big camera, in two thousand four. And I would still go to shows, and I'd be the only guy taking pictures. Maybe somebody had a point-and-shoot, but and then maybe they had their Razor phone when those started having mm-hmm. cameras. You know, that's changed, though. So I was the only photographer, and, and I got away with a lot because I was the only guy. Now, like I said, if you go to a show, if there's a 1,000 people there, 980 of them have a, a camera phone. Yeah. And then, you know, everybody has point and shoots and, and digital SLRs now, and, and it's great. And that's what I love about Instagram and, and all that, where, you know, every I do believe everyone can take a great photo. If you take enough, you can get a great photo. What are some of your other clients? Now, uh, that Bill Murray, talk about that Bill Murray. I know it's radio, but I got that, that Bill Murray print you took. It was just wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, so one is my website. Uh, the, the, the best ways people can see some of my fun work, and I, I always need to update it, is willbuyington.com, yeah. W-I-L-L. 
B-Y-I-N-G-T-O-N.com. That's also my Instagram and Twitter is, is Will Byington. Uh, I've been, I've been. B-Y, in, spell it. B-Y-I-N-G-T-O-N. Okay. So Byington. Yeah. Uh, I've been incredibly lucky for eight years now, going on nine, to photograph Bill Murray's golf outing. Yeah. Um, I wish I could say we were BFFs, maybe someday. Uh, I've gotten to know the Murray brothers, and they're phenomenal. One of the best families around. Um, but I did get a shot last year when he opened uh, the Murray Brothers Caddyshack restaurant in Rosemont. I got a really cool black and white shot of Bill Murray in, in an elevator. Um, and, <laughs> and he's not smiling. He's not smiling. He he, he totally let me. You know, I'd spend all like morning. It. It's I'd, really moody. It's I'd very... spend all morning. He had just flown in on an overnight on a red eye. He was doing his tour of Chicago theater and some of those. Uh, and he had just flown in. He flew in that morning, was doing press for the restaurant opening, and then had to be in Milwaukee that night for his show. And uh, he did press all morning. And I said, hey, Bill, do you mind if I take a 30-second portrait of you? And he, he just kind of goes, sure, Will. You know, and he went in this elevator and, and kind of leaned against it. And, uh, you know, the fun thing is I, I walked away kind of wishing I had gotten a crazy Bill Murray. But it was kind of a cool, interesting moment. I was talking about. It was too. an interesting moment. You got a great moment. moment then. All right. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. We didn't me. get a chance to talk about the Cubs. <laughs> Opening day will be here before we know it. <laughs> you did do it. Plug your book real quick. You got about 30 seconds. <laughs> so I did a book uh, in 2008 now. Uh, we are Cubs fans. Uh, and again, just willbuyington.com, uh, willbuyington on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, but yeah, we are Cubs fans. Pictures and stories Those of Those were the good old days, Will. Those were the good old days. Uh, still is. Still is. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, Will Buyington, for coming in. Uh, thank we're going to take a break with David Jennings in the news, and we'll be back with Imperial Sound after this on WGN.